0: City. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you properly feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more Green Army Skate
1: everybody. Welcome to the UltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. It is high noon. I am one of your hosts, Pam Benjamin. Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, should be on her way. I've missed her so much. Last week, if you were listening in, we did commentary on the World Cup game where England lost. And uh, that was a lot of fun. World Cup is finally over. My life is getting back to normal. I'm reading books again. Oh no, what are we talking about today? I'm obsessed with Vietnam. I'm reading Bob McNamara's book in retrospect right now after I had just finished, recently finished the 16 hour documentary by Ken Burns playing on Netflix. Thank you Netflix for shaping my life in a positive way. I think that the reason that I'm currently obsessed with Vietnam is that the policies we made and the things we did directly affect what's happening in San Francisco right now with our questionably housed population. Uh, I'm looking at our homeless population, I like to call them questionably housed because I think that homelessness, the word is stigmatizing. but if we look at what's happening in our city, where where did our mental health issues come from? We can go back to Reagan in the 80s where he just sort of cut funding. But what happened to the vets, people that came back from Vietnam and didn't have the services and were ridiculed and, I, I mean, it's really sad. But I feel like we can learn from this. I think a lot of our mental health crisis sees and homelessness issues in San Francisco directly affect to the way that we've treated veterans uh, of that war. And I'm learning so much now reading this Robert McNamara book. Oof. Oof. Trying to speak intelligently on the Alta cast today. Also going to be getting into a little Henry Wallace. Could have been a president. Maybe might might not have dropped the bomb on the Japanese people. And... I just, I've been spending a lot of time um, learning about World War II, and and now that the truth seems to be coming out about certain times, we're like, look, the government lied to us. We know now. And then people get all confused about 9-11. They're like, could it have been like the government behind them? No way. Dude, follow the money. Uh, but we're going to learn a little bit about Henry Wallace today. That'll be exciting. And uh, my dad sent me some really awful... You know, anti liberal stuff in the emails. He just thinks it's so funny. Uh, speaking of funny, I had a really wonderful set last night. Thank you to Chris Knatzer and Moon Show at Troubled Comedy Amnesia, Tuesday night, seven o'clock free show. They're on Valencia between 19th and 20th Street. So it was my seven year anniversary of doing stand up. And the first place that I did stand up was actually on the same stage that I performed last night at Amnesia. It was July 17th, 2011. The way that calendars work is that it's been seven years, so it fell on a Tuesday again. And they gave me seven minutes. And I had a great fucking set. I murdered it. Everybody was laughing after. The audience, people I don't know, everybody was like going out of their way to tell me how funny I was. Uh, And that felt good. So, and I, you know, I didn't know these people. I think some of them are from New Zealand, but they enjoyed my jokes and I enjoyed being there. So thank you to Moon Show and Chris Kanatzer. Go check out that show on Tuesdays at Amnesia Troubled Comedy. That was fun. I like it when I do well in sets. I'm like, oh, there is a reason why I'm doing this. You can give me a call right now if you want. 415-550-0511 if you're not Sweet Gail. Although if Sweet Gail calls, I gotta pick up. Uh, It would be nice to get a call from Old Dumbface, although I think he is enrolled now in his new school program, so he's probably busy all the time. Doesn't have time for this crazy AltaCast stuff. Still hoping that LaToya is on her way, but until that happens, um, I have a really, really great speech. Uh, Henry A. Wallace, it's the common man speech, and uh, it was amazing. He... He talks about equality, uh, equitable wages, all the way back then, back in the day. So please enjoy Henry A. Walsh. He was the vice president with FDR, but was uh, not allowed to become the vice president again because he was sort of forced out by this weird, watch the history of the world um, by Oliver Stone. And it is, it makes you so angry. But here is a wonderful speech by him. Please enjoy it. And we'll be back here on the Altcast, Mutiny Radio. On May 8, 1942, Vice President Henry A. Wallace delivered a speech before the Free World Association in New York City. It tells us what we are fighting for. It describes the price we must pay for free... World Victory. Recording some of the many highlights of this remarkable address, we have the honor to present the Vice President of the United States.
2: We who in a formal or an informal way represent most of the free peoples of the world are met here tonight in the interest of the millions in all the nations who have freedom in their souls, to let those millions in the other countries know that here in the United States are 130 million men, women, and children who are in this war to the finish. Our American people are utterly resolved To go on until they can strike the relentless blows that will assure a complete victory and with it win a new day for the lovers of freedom everywhere on this earth. This is a fight between a slave world and a free world. Just as the United States in 1862 could not remain half slave and half free, So in 1942, the world must make its decision for a complete victory, one way or the other. Down the years, the people of the United States have moved steadily forward in the practice of democracy. When the freedom-loving people march, when the farmers have an opportunity to buy land at reasonable prices, and to sell the produce of their land through their own organizations, when the workers have the opportunity to form unions and bargain through them collectively, And when the children of all the these opportunities are open to everyone, then the world moves straight ahead. But through the leaders of the Nazi revolution, Satan now is trying to lead the common man of the world back into slavery and darkness. For the stark truth is that the violence preached by the Nazis is the devil's own religion of darkness. So also is the doctrine that one race or one class is by heredity superior, and that all other races or classes are supposed to be slaves. The march of freedom of the past 150 years has been a long drawn out people's revolution. This great revolution of the people There were the American Revolution of 1775, the French Revolution of 1792, the Latin American revolutions of the Bolivarian era, the German Revolution of 1848, the Russian Revolution of 1918. Each spoke for the common man in terms of blood on the battlefield. Some went to excess, but the significant thing is that the people groped their way to the light. The people are on the march toward even fuller freedom than the most fortunate peoples of the earth have hitherto enjoyed. No Nazi counter-revolution will stop it. The common man will smoke the Hitler Stooges out into the open in the United States, in Latin America, and in India. He will destroy their influence, no Lavals, No Mussolini's will be tolerated in a free world. The people in their millennial and revolutionary march toward manifesting here on earth the dignity that is in every human soul hold as their credo the four freedoms enunciated by President Roosevelt. We who live in the United States may think there is nothing very revolutionary about freedom of religion, freedom of expression, and freedom from the fear of secret police. But when we begin to think about the significance of freedom from want for the average man, then we know that the revolution of the past 150 years has not been completed, either here in the United States or in any other nation in the world. We know that this revolution cannot stop until freedom from want has been attained. And now, as we go forward toward realizing the four freedoms of this people's revolution, I would like to talk about four duties. It is my belief that every freedom, every right, every privilege has its price, its corresponding duty without which it cannot be enjoyed. The four duties of the people's revolution as I see them today are these, the duty to produce to the limit. The duty to transport as rapidly as possible to the field of battle. The duty to fight with all that is in us. The duty to build a peace, just, charitable, and enduring. The fourth duty is that which inspires the other three. We failed in our job after World War I but by our very errors, we learn much. And after this war, we shall be in position to utilize our knowledge in building a world which is economically, politically, and I hope spiritually sound. There must be neither military nor economic imperialism. Some have spoken of the American century. I say that the century on which we are entering, the century which will come out of this war, can be and must be the century of the common man. If we really believe we are fighting for a people's peace, all the rest becomes easy. Production, yes. It'll be easy to get production without either strikes or sabotage. Production with a wholehearted cooperation between willing arms and keen brains. Enthusiasm, zip, energy, geared to the tempo of keeping at it everlastingly day after day. Hitler knows as well as those of us who sit in on the War Production Board meetings, that we here in the United States are winning the battle of production. He knows that both labor and business in the United States are doing a most remarkable job. I need say little about the duty to fight. Some people declare, and Hitler believes, that the American people have grown soft in the last generation. Hitler agents continually preach that we are cowards, unable to use, like the brave German soldiers, the weapons of modern war. It is true that American youth hates war with a holy hatred. But because of that fact, And because Hitler and the German people stand as the very symbol of war, we shall fight with a tireless enthusiasm until war. And the possibility of war have been removed from this planet. We shall cleanse the plague spot of Europe, which is Hitler's Germany, and with it the hellhole of Asia, Japan. The American people have always had guts and always will have. You know the story of bomber pilot Dixon, and radio man Gene Aldrich, and ordnance man Tony Pastola, and the story which Americans will be telling their children for generations to illustrate man's ability to master any fate. These men lived for 34 days on the open sea in a rubber life raft, eight feet by four feet, with no food but that which they took from the sea and the air, with one pocket knife and a pistol. Yet they lived it through and came at last to the beach of an island they did not know. In spite of their suffering and weakness, they stood like men with no weapon left to protect themselves and no shoes on their feet and walked in military file because, they said, if there were Japs, we didn't want to be crawling. The American fighting men, all the fighting men of the United Nations, will need to summon all their courage during the next few months. I am convinced that the year 1942 will be a time of supreme crisis for all of us. Hitler, like the prize fighter, realizes he is on the verge of being knocked out, is gathering all his remaining forces for one last desperate blow. The convulsive efforts of the dying madman will be so great that some of us may be deceived into thinking that the situation is bad at a time when it is really getting better. But in the case of most of us, the events of the next few months disturbing though they may be, will only increase our will to bring about complete victory in this war of liberation. Spiritually prepared, we cannot be surprised. Psychological terrorism will fall flat. As we nerve ourselves for the supreme effort in this hemisphere, we must not forget the sublime heroism of the oppressed in Europe and Asia. There can be no half-measures. No compromise with Satan is possible. We shall not rest until all the victims under the Nazi yoke are freed. We shall fight for a complete peace as well as a complete victory. The people's revolution is on the march, and the devil and all his angels cannot prevail against it. They cannot prevail, for on the side of the people is the Lord. He giveth power to the faint. To them that have no might, he increaseth strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Strong in the strength of the Lord. We who fight in the people's cause will never stop until that cause is won.
1: Well, all right. Uh, That didn't end the way I thought it was going to end. That's okay. I'm joined now by Latoya. I'm super excited that she's here.
3: Yay. That was a history lesson that I just learned, I know. Yes! I didn't like the way that ended either. With yeah. the uh, if you folks with could, Jesus stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a Bible inside of the Mother Earth. Inside the Earth. Earth. This uh, is really relevant as of right now. It is. It's.
1: Uh, it is so. I mean, the things that he was saying about American fascism are happening right, like right now. Whoa. It's pretty crazy. He has some great quotes. Um, if we define an American fascist as one who, in case of conflict, puts money and power ahead of human beings, then there are undoubtedly several million fascists in the United States.
3: You know what's, you know what's <laughs> really sad? Which it, and, what it do, and, 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 then and then, now, we should find out a number how many fascists are here in the States now, because we have fascist nouveau. Well, so. you don't
1: get to call them fascists. We call it corporations. They're people now.
3: Well, what uh, or, or or the
1: right? Or the, this is this is this is scary stuff. Um, these are some of his other other quotes. Uh, the really dangerous American fascist is the man who wants to do in the United States in an American way what Hitler did in Germany in a Prussian way. The American fascist would prefer not to use violence. His method is to poison the channels of public information. Yes. When a fascist... Preach. With a... it's, It's hard. With a fascist, the best... The best use... Uh, of the news is to deceive the public into giving the fascists yes. and his group more money and power. Fake news. They came. To, they claim to be super patriots, mm-hmm. but they would destroy every liberty guaranteed by the Constitution. They demand free yes. enterprise, but are the spokesmen for monopoly and vested interest. Their mm-hmm. final objective, toward which all their deceit is directed, is the power of the market. Simultaneously, may they keep the common man in eternal. Subjection. Yeah,
3: that and, and that's what's going on. And this is World War Two, right? This is,
1: this is, yeah, this is from World War Two. This man. is from 1944. Quoted in the New York Times, April 9th, 1944, Henry A. Wallace. He's talking about exactly what's happening right now. He's talking about fake news. Fake news. It used to be called propaganda. Now we call it fake news. You but know, you the know,
3: the know the what's sad? sad. Someone I was watching something. Uh, I think it was like on CNN or something, and someone made a great quote they said you know what what's really sad is you have people that fought in world war ii that fought fascism Mm -hmm. you know those war heroes that came back and the sad thing is the majority majority of them are dying and they used to tell us the stories of what they did fighting fascism and a lot of them are not here
1: to tell that story to these fucking assholes this this one's crazy this one is this one is off the charts nuts A fascist is one whose lust for money or power is combined with such an intensity of intolerance toward those of other races, parties, classes, religions, cultures, regions, or nations Mm -hmm. as to make him ruthless in his use of deceit or violence to attain his ends. Henry A. Wallace, speaking the truth in the fucking 40s, it's blowing my mind. He is... He is a Nostradamus. He is the modern day Nostradamus. What we have right now is a fascist mm-hmm. president.
3: You know what's sad is? I don't ever remember reading anything about him in
1: in school. No, because, be, and he was a vice president because he we never really learn about the vice presidents unless they become presidents. You just know their names and, and that's it. And they forced him out. They didn't let him run. He had all the... All the people wanted him and loved him. He's doing labor unions and they're building things. And he was against monopolies. and they in the Democratic convention, they forced him out with this weird voting stuff. They like fucked with the polls and the voting even then. and they got in Truman, who was completely unqualified. you know, what? it's just like Trump completely unqualified.
3: do you know what? They probably it was probably those Dixiecrats that probably got it him was, out
1: it was big business interest. It was following the money. They didn't like Wallace's socialism. They didn't like democratic socialism. They didn't want the people to rise up. They don't want women to make equal pay. They want to use our own labor. This is another one, This this is crazy. Still another danger is represented by those who, paying lip service to democracy and the common welfare, in their insatiable greed for money and power which money gives, do not hesitate to surreptitiously evade the laws designed to safeguard the public from monopolistic extortion. Their final objective, toward which all their deceit is directed, is to capture political power so that, using the power of the state and the power of market simultaneously, they may keep the common man in eternal subjection. They claim to be super patriots, but they would destroy every liberty guaranteed by the Constitution. They are patriotic in a time of war because it is their interest to, to be so. Mm-hmm. In a time of peace, they follow power and the dollar wherever it may lead. Henry A. Wallace... Why Preach, are, brother. I, it, is, it is nuts to me that... Okay, so okay, so let's get in. Let's 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 get into let's it. Let's move into this. This you're I'm gonna. I'm glad. I'm
3: actually glad that you did show me that because I. It, what's sad is this is a part of a history which is not that long ago, that, kind of warned us like you said.
1: And but it was, but in the heart of World War II, we if he would have been the president, he might have not. He might not have dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. He might not have used. He might not have murdered 189,000 Japanese people in the two days. Instead of doing that. To, there to, might have not been an Eisenhower either.
3: Just imagine that. Because Eisenhower was part of the Korean War and then the starting of
1: Vietnam in the then, early 40s. Or, early, or excuse me, early 50s, right. mid 50s. Well, when our involvement came in the, but it, that Vietnam War started in the 40s. Uh, it was a 30 year war and uh, it's this. but this history right now is just killing me so (laughs) the reason that I care about the history of Vietnam too is I think that we have a huge homeless population and a huge mental health issue with people that live on the street because Mm -hmm. of what happened and how they were not accepted when they came back from the war and how we treat preach how we treat our veterans and how we treat our own people yeah but they're our own people and they fight for us and we just and the the concept of fighting anyways for me is very I mean I'm a snowflake I'm like I I don't want fight anybody. Let's just have a time of peace. But so but the here's the war that we have to worry about is the haves and the have nots. So my father sent this to me and it he says, This makes me sick. I don't mention that I was born and raised in the Bay Area anymore. Oh, okay. so he's hiding his identity. He's hiding his identity. Oh, yeah. Bill San Francisco, loses medical convention. It was simply a matter of time before a once beautiful and pristine city like San Francisco stopped attracting business and organizations. Recently, a major medical association announced it will no longer hold its annual convention in the Bay City. An, ad- an event attended by over 15,000 conventioners yearly because of the unsafe and squalid environment which now permeates the city. I kind of agree with that. The Chicago-based Medical Association's decision to hold the convention elsewhere might finally signal the beginning of an end of San Francisco's lucrative $2 billion annual industry. I lost some money. Moreover, <laughs> its self-destructive progressive policies have reduced one of the most affluent cities in the country into a third-world environment, leaving many to wonder, when will it end? That's false. I mean, it's just this is so skewed from that side of the of the fence. The announcement regarding the Medical Association's convention leaves San Francisco with a 40 million loss and the potential of other organizations following suit, especially after a 20 pound bag of human feces was dumped last week on a city sidewalk. The incident was compounded further by a New York Post expose. Human waste related complaints in San Francisco have skyrocketed 400% from 2008 to 2018, according to data from the city's 311 system. In 2017 alone, more than 21,000 reports were received due in part to the thousands of homeless people living throughout the city without regular access to restrooms. Mm-hmm. Look how we just identified a problem. Instead of a solution, we just keep saying it's there. I, I, this is... Here we go back to the thing. Kimberly Brown Peltzer, 57, a former actress and business owner, appeared Friday night on Fox News' Tucker Carlson Tonight. Oh, Tucker Carlson. I'm a third generation Californian born and raised and this is not California I came from or knew for that matter. I'm just maker (laughs) Southern because because I'm a racist. (laughs) Acknowledged Peltzer, who is running on the Republican ticket for Congress in the 36th Congressional District against incumbent Democrat Raul Ruiz. I have come... I have people coming into my stores on a regular basis stealing items that my employees are later finding on Craigslist, and the police can't do anything about it, she whined. I mean, she said. They say they won't show up because where do you send a ticket for someone who is homeless, she added. They simply don't show up any longer, and they've made crime okay in the state of California. (laughs) Peltzer said San Francisco, which is Nancy Pelosi's backyard, is the epicenter of a liberal agenda that is driving California down the path it's going. And Raul Ruiz, who I'm running against, is doing the exact same thing. Joe D'Alessandro, president and CEO of the San Francisco Travel Association, whose core responsibility is to attract new business and organizations to the city, lamented it's already hitting San Francisco in the pocketbook, adding, we don't want San Francisco to be seen as dirty, unsafe, unfriendly city, and we need to do what we can to counter that. However, according to D'Alessandro, the handwriting appears to be already on the wall. <laughs> in <poo>, And <laughs> that the Chicago-based Medical Association specifically res- referenced the city's dirty streets and unsafe atmosphere. Dirtier than Chicago. The reason why their members decided to walk away from San Francisco. They just said that the conditions of the streets in their mind had gotten to a point where the delegates don't feel safe coming to San Francisco, he said. They see harassment on the streets and it's not pleasant environment. So they have reconsidered all future years in San Francisco. All right. All right. So here's the thing, right? I, uh, yes. The reason this bothers me is that I'm being sent this article because they're saying that it's the liberals' fault and that uh, we turn a blind eye to the homelessness... Everyone's turning a blind eye to the homelessness problem the rich people the poor the problem is we have no solutions Because we're not actually looking at it and working on it and things like this articles like this do not help the situation And the situation is we have a huge population that we should be taking care of because guess what they're fucking people Those dirty people those dirty people and they're doing heroin those dirty but
4: But this is
3: also the issue that we have inside the Democratic Party too where it is too much corporate money and what have you. Mm -hmm. See, I think the problem with San Francisco is it's full of shit and more means than one. And the reason why, because there is such thing as being too liberal and too nice. And too. the fact of the matter is like, it's liberal is is basically to me a label. I don't even like to call myself that anymore because the fact of the matter is just like, you can still be liberal and not give a fuck about the homeless. You can still be (laughs) liberal and be a racist. You can still be, be, I mean, The thing is, this city does not take care of its own. Do you see how they're pushing people out? They are and This is is a liberal city. So, I'm not going to say if it was conservative it would be any better. No, it wouldn't.
1: But the problem here is that... This is
3: decades of a problem, too. And
1: we need to... and the population is aging and we're letting old people sleep on the street. Okay, I slipped on the ground twice last weekend for World Cup because I was sacrificing to be up early and I slept on the floor. And my hips, man, they hurt so badly. And I felt like a Spartan for the World Cup. But what it made me think about is there are old women and old men sleeping on the street right now that are older than me, that are 60, 62, 63. What the fuck are we doing? What is wrong with us that we don't care about people? And then I get these emails from my dad saying, you liberals and... First of all. Even the liberals aren't caring for our people. We've just said fuck you to seven thousand five hundred people that live right here around us every day. And we say fuck you to them every day. Because I mean I don't know what to do. I don't think
3: it has anything to do with being a liberal or conservative. It has something to be it
1: has something to do with being humane. Being a person. It's what people are people. And we can go back to the Winston Churchill thing where he said that, well, yeah, white Anglo Saxon people are better than other people. The entitlement that we have is Insane, and we seem to think that. Well, people, how do we, how do we remind people? Do we have to start teaching Socrates again? Do we have to talk about like the, the value of humanity? That humanity is yeah. is the, the worth. What do we? How? How do we make people critical thinkers and help them have empathy to a place where they can understand that we're still enslaving people? Well, the, we're enslaving our own people.
3: It's not going to happen with this administration, that's for sure. But, I mean, even speaking on a local level, you know, I see people that, you know, we step over each other when you're, you know, if you're walking. Literally. Literally, we step over each other. And you know what pains me is the fact that matters like, I think I've mentioned this story before there's uh, in Salt Lake City or someplace in Utah where which is a red state they, they've they actually controlled their homeless problem by giving them homes oh, and they give that them a- the, that pr- there's a that program oh, that's and crazy. I think I've mentioned it before but that's in a red state and I don't know if that, that uh, you know if, if that city is a blue city or what. it doesn't matter the fact of the matter is yeah. just like Taking care of your own is, you know, if you want to talk about economics, economically, it's much better yes. because you're putting people to work. And when you put people to work, that means money goes into the economy. You're starting to sound well, like FDR to, here. Yeah. Well, less w- with legs and less racism. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the fact that matter—we've gone so far in the rabbit hole of putting ourselves in labels and calling ourselves liberal, conservative—that we forgot what humanity is. It's not about being a team anymore. Because I
1: hate both parties. Yeah, I do too. This is this is another funny thing my dad sent me, and it's called Lefty Lucy. And there's a Daddy. millennial-looking girl with with very you know bright glasses, and she says in the Trump economy more millennials are finding jobs and moving out of their mom and dad's basement Trump just won't stop separating children from their parents that's disgusting
3: that's fucked up you know, I, know, it's, I it, usually, it, it, I usually like dark shit, but no, have, having poor brown children in cages ain't funny. No, I know that's, I, I, I mean, mean it's too soon it just, to, to me, that just hits home because it's the same thing that they did with the indigenous people here. And I also did with the slave, with slaves here. So no,
1: I don't find that shit funny. That hits way too close to home. I, I also, I find, I find most of the things he's fucking sending crackers. offensive. But it's I it's mean, bad.
3: I mean, and you're dead.
1: I know. I I think he's trying to be funny, but it's like, I actually, like, I mean... I like some of the stuff that he does send is kind of
3: funny. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can play both ends sure. of the spectrum, but the fact of the matter is just like, how dare you if if that was poor little like Taylor or poor little like
1: uh Oliver locked in a cage, oh my god. Yeah. That wouldn't well, be a that would be a disgusting joke. It's, how dare it's you now that the the opiate addiction is, is getting closer to home and 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 more because anyone can be addicted to opiates. It doesn't matter what <laughs> and first millennials are are not getting more jobs we're
3: not even we can't even afford to buy property that i mean the by 2017 my generation is or 2017 2027 we're going to be financially in a hole we're not going to be able to retire feudal
1: feudal serfdom yeah we don't own any of that but i mean that's when the and that's because of your dad's
3: generation too by the way i
1: mean this 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 need and this they call it a human need but i don't know I don't think that we, can, we have to train all humans to be built on acquisition of stuff and things. Like, I don't think that that breeds happiness. I think that we were sold a lie that yeah. helps the economy, American that constantly Dream. helps the economy, is that what makes you a better person is the more stuff and things that you accumulate and the and the better Labels. quality of the stuff and things mm-hmm. that surround you make you somehow better like everyone can be a queen now you know when you think back to the french revolution and the louis you know louis the 14th and the 16th and the opulence and the amazing incredible any of the any of the monarchy from any of the nations and that we But we sort of made this American idea like anyone can be a queen, anyone can be a king. No, anyone can. You just have to fucking hustle. Not everyone
3: should be called a queen. That's definitely for sure. Because there are more assholes than there are queens, and bitches.
1: Well, (laughs) I mean, I just don't. I just think that the American dream is based on a lie, and that the truth would be if we had some. You know more of an understanding, and inner scape of who we are and what humanity is. Well, and we had a, maybe some meditation or some Eastern philosophy or some fucking well, philosophy at all.
3: I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you in on a secret that most people of color, especially black people, we never believed in that American dream shit anyway because it wasn't for us and they weren't talking about us. But and, William
1: Wallace was. Yeah. Henry Wallace was. Well, I'm
3: sure. Yeah, I'm sure he had a black butler. But. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like that American dream like housing discrimination oh, like all man. I mean all yeah. that 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 whole it was it was a facade for white people and y'all believed it we knew it didn't exist because well we couldn't live everywhere we couldn't go to schools right. anywhere we
1: couldn't even use the same fountain everywhere we, we just, couldn't
3: vote and, in certain and places and it comes down
1: to why we, we as still people decide that some people are human and some people aren't human or you know uh all animals are equal but some animals are more equal than other well uh, that is not we we have to as a people say that we are all humans I just think it's such a dick move to be like my skin is lighter therefore I'm better I, 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 that makes no sense. Me. I mean, you could choose any attribute hey. of any specific, but we're all human. Like our DNA makes all these crazy things. We were to, We've been shakes. trying to tell y'all that the longest. Time. And it depends where you grew up and live. It's we on this planet are all human. But then, what makes us subjugate one another to our whims? And even if
3: you don't want to be about humanity. And you're all about greed, think about hey, you know what? I'm so fucking greedy, I can make money off everybody. So why don't I do that instead of be a racist piece of shit? Because economically Mm. when you don't include any uh everybody you're not going to make as much money as you want to. I mean, it just economically, it's
1: fucking dumb. Well, it's but the some say the only way to make money is to use slave labor. You know, so oh well, yeah. But I, I mean, mean, you need the, people to buy oh that right, slave. You need Yeah, to buy. that's yeah. what I'm saying. You need I to mean, make people rich enough that they can buy this stuff, but you can only make the money if you make the goods cheap enough. And the way we do that now is by saying that if you don't live in our country, you're not as good as us. And so we we try to say like, well, it's not about the color of your skin; it's about. Americans versus
3: non-Americans well I mean what's funny is unfortunately and this is the side I'm going to take on corporations I need to take a shower after that Um, when you have these racist fuck faces that you know go around and harassing black people and saying they can't do this or you know uh, can't barbecue here or sell water <laughs> here. You know, the only th- saving grace right now that's been happening is the corporations or the people they've worked for are firing their asses. Yeah, because it's just like it's bad business. Or, you know, with certain right. products racism, or what have you. Racism is bad business.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, although Chick-fil-A, is. Chick-fil-A, they were what? Racist against gay people. Oh, yeah. And people still Polophobic, love their... Homophobic, they're still they That's still
3: nice. like the error hobby lobby which yeah. who shops there but even uh walmart got into trouble because some trump supporters were mad because walmart started selling they sell make america great again shit, and they sell impeach trump stuff oh, and so man. a lot of the trump supporters were angry with walmart and they wanted to boycott their home walmart because of That's they had funny. the impeach 45 shirts which is and so you know yeah. Walmart's like no we're gonna keep it as is you know to hell with you guys we're gonna make money off both
1: yeah hell yeah that's no, that's capitalism that's, that's the only time I agree Th- this is uh, this is from an article in the New Yorker and it's it's uh, just a real quick thing back to Wallace with the exception of Al Gore Wallace remains the most famous almost president in American history in the past half century progressives have often dreamed of a world in which Wallace restarted the New Deal and curtailed the National Security State. The latest iteration of this fantasy appeared in Oliver Stone's Untold History of the United States, oh, that's a documentary a good, series that ran on Showtime that's a good and produced a companion book by Stone and Peter Kuznick. It's also available people right now on Netflix. You can go see it. It's really, it's really it's good. Really good. Uh, there might have been no atomic bombings, no nuclear arms race, and no Cold War, they write. For conservative historians, however, and for quite a few moderate liberals as well, a... Putative, I don't know what putative means, I'll have to look it up. Wallace's presidency is an end-time scenario of appeasement and communist infiltration. Thomas W. Devine's new book, Henry Wallace's 1948 presidential campaign and the future of post-war liberalism, North Carolina, portrays portrays him not as a crucified savior or a demon of subversion, but as a tragically flawed figure in whom idealistic conviction went sour all commentators would agree that Wallace was one of the most curious characters ever to come within the heartbeat of the presidency. So he ran wow. he ran in 48, but he got like 3% of the vote. And he, if he would have been the vice president, um, when FDR died instead of Truman, he would have been the president. So he really was almost a president. Um, and you know this there's just a lot of crazy history he's just he's just this character that we were never taught in school
3: i wonder why this is when my conspiracy theory hat starts tingling yeah absolutely where it's just like huh very extremely liberal for its time in 1930s 40s Hmm. let's hide him under the rock yeah <laughs> we'll just talk about truman that's it and then we'll give you we'll give you FDR the New Deal and all that fun stuff and I, then Eisenhower I, I,
1: and then you know JFK and and I now that I'm reading Johnson. this McNamara book um, he was the Secretary of Defense uh, through the 60s and he was they called it McNamara's War the, the Vietnam War and I'm reading this book of his and it's crazy. He's like, we were a bunch of young guys in our early 40s, and the president was 35. Or, no, his younger brother was 35. Uh, Kennedy was 43. His younger brother was 35. Uh, Robert McNamara was 44 at the time. And he's saying, we were making these crazy decisions about a part of the world we'd never been to. He um, said, he said, one of his biggest mistakes is that he didn't do enough. Research and had had no knowledge of, of, of Vietnamese culture, tradition, language, history, and they didn't. They made so many decisions being totally naive because Next. they were riding on this big high of what was happening with Kennedy, and they were like these young guys and and without even and he talks about it anything. in the book that he just didn't know what he was doing and and that you know there were. I'm just getting into it. There's eleven pivotal decisions that he focuses on in this book, and he breaks down each one that where the mistakes were made and he's basically saying like yeah we made tons of mistakes we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> and, lifelong mistakes that we are still paying right? for right well and that's why he um resigned <laughs> i'm sorry he resigned in 48 from the being the secretary of defense because he said i, I just can't in good that conscience continue that was after the bomb, too. after the bombings yeah, yeah they started they started bombing uh, the North Vietnamese after some crazy. He, anyways, it's it's an amazing book. And, and then it, we go we, into Korea. But it was it was written in '95, which is crazy to me because, uh, I mean, it was written in '95, and we. I don't. I mean, I we. I don't know about the Vietnamese war, Vietnam War, and I, I don't think it's even. I don't think it's being taught. It's not being taught properly. I mean, what is it? It's, it's being taught through like platoon and we're sort of glorifying this.
3: Well, I remember when I read about it, especially like in school and what have you, you know, it didn't. they didn't talk about like how it started. They only jump, you know, to like the 1960s and the Vietnam War. They don't really talk about really how we got in they talk about communism and that's a little bit it and it starts in 1964 or 65 and for a long time I thought that's when Vietnam started but I had to do my own research that it started further back than that and so the fact of the matter is just like they're not telling the whole true story about how Vietnam because it was a war it came
1: out of the French it came out of the the post World War two and the French were there, and it was a colony. I mean, it was basically like after World War II, we hel- we helped England a lot, and we gave them all these train routes and, and all the way through into China because we were supporting their economy and their colonization of India and of, of these different regions, and, and we were involved with them, and then all of a sudden we were scared about this communist threat because we thought all the communists were together, and it was like... Ooh. They, I mean, spooky, and we we got involved in a war, and we backed kind of the. We might have backed the wrong guy. He even says like Ho Chi Minh wasn't that. I mean, we thought he was a communist first, but it was like he was a nationalist first. And he was saying, the the people of Vietnam Vietnam should have their own say in what's happening. It should be about the people. Uh, just our fear of communism but and what it really did we really is? need
3: to get involved especially because between that time we world war II had just ended and then the, I think 1950 51 is when the Korean war starts and then cuz if you notice it, war goes really back to back and then I, I believe the Korean war ended in 54 or 56 and then from there it's just like it's,
1: vietnam starts creeping, it's creeping up even up. More. well and we just first they said they said oh we're going to We're just going to give advisory because, and that's what McNamara said. One of the things he wrote in a memo was, hey, we can't win this war. For The only people that can win this war are the South Vietnamese. And at the time when they looked at it in the 60s, they're saying there's 200,000 of them. There's 16,000 of these other guys. And then we got involved. And then we stoked the fires on the other side. We're like but we were supposed in the beginning we fucked he up said some shit. we did well in the beginning they were only supposed to send advisors so they could help the South Vietnamese win this war but then we against a lot of people said yes a lot of people said no no one let's, knew what to do they were young people and they sent troops and once they had ground troops it changed the whole game yeah let's let's even just, you know even after Vietnam
3: the effects of how it hurt you know The American family, Mm. and 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 with that divisions, and then on top of that, you know, heroin becomes very popular, right? Especially in the black community too, and that's when the breakdown of a lot of the black families. And then this is during Nixon. If we want to go into like the late sixties and here's the crazy thing:
1: in the beginning, when they started the draft, there were unproportionate, disproportionate numbers of African Americans and Mm -hmm. Latinos being drafted, and they said. Wait a minute. This is racially biased oh, yeah. to murder like why do the white kids all get saved? You know? And so then they said, Oh, okay, we're gonna equalize. Okay, so, we'll get oh, we'll get Johnny
3: over yeah. there. He can die. Yeah. yeah so that the low the the you know the the more poor whites that is <laughs> it wasn't because you know our dear leader 45 you know he had bone spurs so that's the only reason
1: why he oh, no. didn't go. money money could get people out and and it was also the education if you were in college so if you could pay for if you could afford to pay for college and if you'd been if you were in a system where uh, education was really respected in your family then ksh, cool you're fine um, but then even if you were in college and you got out and the draft still happened, you can still get
3: drafted. You can still, Yeah. There were yeah. college students that got drafted that shit. Mm. And then um, that's one of the reasons why you have people like Muhammad Ali or what have you that said, I'm not going over there. You can put me in jail. Mm, you know, yeah. he wasn't able to box for like at least five years because he, he's like, listen, he said, no Viet Cong has ever called me nigger. Oh, wow. That so, is a great quote. Yeah. So wow, and you know it, it's wow. uh, it, it's so fascinating. See, all this stuff is so recent. It is and so recent. Vietnam stopped in 1974. Yeah, and then going to the Wallace thing with the whole fa- you know the, the fascism. It's it's, it's there. It's happening right it's now. It's there. It's there. And then with immigration, I was just watching something. Are that's just more racism.
1: Thing. That's just more racism. The immigration problems are. Though, and I'm quoting the, the idea of those dirty Mexicans. And, and that's an, a quote. I love Mexico. I love Mexicans. I think they have incredible work ethic. I think that we... Fuck them with shitty labor, but they'll do it because they're good hard workers and they believe they have great work ethic. They go to school, their kids. I love Mexico so much. They say hi to everybody First on the street. All, everybody says
3: hello. First of all, if you step in any state like Texas or Colorado or California, yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. I'm just I don't know right, how many fucking times I, I don't know how many fucking times I have to tell people when they say go back to your own country. I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. You actually mm-hmm. need to go. Back to wherever the fuck you come from, mm. you colonizer motherfucker. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And the thing is, and the native populations before that who didn't, here's the funny thing. Blind. Oh my gosh. I was reading, I was listening to the minority report on uh, it's Sam C- Cedar. Um, and he was talking about um, immigration in the 1890s all the way to the, ni- the 1930s. Yeah. Which a lot of these people who want to make America great again were, who are the great grandparents. Mm-hmm.
1: Immigrants. Oh, but but somehow, you know, white I just, it, 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 um, Irish immigrants who used to, now that's like, well, we're better. It's like, we're not, that's the thing is what we need to get away from is this better or worse. How about back to the idea of humanism, humanity. We are human. I just want people to read a fucking book I, about I their think, history. I think that we have the ability and the technology to worldwide create something called like basic where we can give everyone a house have give them access to food shelter and medicine. And not fucking tents like they do here in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, now that is something that pisses
3: me the fuck off. Yeah. The fact of the matter that this city this is going the back tent to city? yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going back to the whole i guess what san francisco is so liberal about no giving people tents and putting them up on the street is not giving them any help because they still end up defecating in the street and by the way you know the there's the our local government sets those poor people up by giving them tents because
1: what what happens cops come over and knock it down well they give them they give them um an hour they give them between an hour and two hours notice it is a setup and they come by first and they say, hey. We're coming in an hour or two hours. You have to get everything out of here. DPW's coming. And then in an hour or two hours, whatever the time was, if they haven't broken down and they aren't in the position of moving and leaving, DPW just starts taking all of their stuff and throwing it into the back of a truck and they call it garbage. And even if it's tarps and tents and things that they could use, the... They just throw it away. And it's very sad.
3: But what, what the fuck is the point of give, spending
1: taxpayer money on a
3: tent if you're only going to like just knock it down? Not saying I'm for them giving them tents. That's the point. So,
1: And this is what I am for, <laughs> is the St. Francis project that you guys can see. It's on the corner of Mission and 15th. In the Mission, uh, it's behind this uh, open hand building. I think it's a, it's a red building. But what they have right now are two... Tiny homes. There are mobile homes. They are on trailers. Oh, yeah, a, they are built are there. Cute. They have um, a locking. They have a locking storage, and they have uh, a out on their door. It has room for a bed and a and a little a place to put their clean clothes. There is um, a porta potty and um, a little water station out there. And the idea is that the St. Francis Project, what they're trying to do, is create these tiny communities of. Uh, right now there's two of them, but they, they'd they love to do 10 or 15 where there's uh, a bank of uh, restrooms and there's water source and there's a small um, communal area for them to cook. And then they have these tiny homes that are there, but then they can also be moved. But what it creates is uh, it creates a, a place where they can receive mail. It creates a place where they can become part of the community. They can wash their clothes and put them away. They have a safe place where they're not worried about being attacked in mm-hmm. the night, they can have a they can have a pet. One of the people that's a part of this project, uh, she has a kitty kitty. You can walk by, you can see they're painted like murals. But the, the idea is that you're actually trying to help someone move ahead. The, the rents are so exorbitant in this city that we can't but you can't have someone find a job so that they can af- afford the exorbitant rent unless we start it what else are we going to say get the fuck out of our city is that what we do that's, we say yeah. we say you don't have enough money to live here so fuck you
3: that's what this city says that's what we say
1: yeah that's what we say yeah that's i mean
3: as someone that's a transplant that's been here for 5 years that's the way i feel this uh, this city is not welcoming at all the first thing you do when you go into the city is step on shit yeah. And it's not welcoming. It's one. It's one demographic. There is no soul here. There is no culture here. There used there's to some, be, though. I I heard. Yeah. Did you hear about <laughs> that? I heard. About yeah. I, I heard it was a pretty good city. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, I yeah. know. This city got really, really fucking greedy. Oh, and, and, and and I'm not just gonna sit here so and blame it, all of the tech industry because there's some rich lawyers and doctors and CEOs out there that so don't work in the tech in, f- industry. Read that but Th- it,
1: philosophically, though, is it greed that negates humanity? Is that what it is? Geez, I think is sometimes that, it does, yeah. Is the that the majority of time we because when do you forget? Like, that's the crazy thing is that when I get these things from my dad, basically what he's saying is, Homeless people aren't people, why don't you get rid of them? And it's like, What are we just supposed to euthanize them? Like, you don't make enough money, survival so, of the fittest, <laughs> right? Is that what we become? Do we go so fascist that we say? You exterminate. Know, exterminate, yeah. I mean, is it, does it ugly. become like that? It is so ugly. That's I think so it is, ugly. I think, but I was raised in um, a mindset where it was like, ah, bomb them. What's wrong with the Iran and Iraq? Just it's bomb them. Just bomb them. people that say those things or just
3: say them, just, 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 you know, just, just get them. rid of them. It's because they don't know that's the easiest way to, do, to get rid of something. Oh, just kill it. Just blow it up. It's just like, no, actually, let's find a solution. Because there's com- there's there's it's not just humanity, but it's kind of like common sense or critical thinking, like, huh, let's think of a solution to fix this problem right. instead of like, I don't know, bomb, shoot, kill, destroy. Those are easy yeah. things. But the thing is it it, it they're not they're not a. They're, it's not a long-term solution, obviously. Right.
1: right. You know. Right. And it's, it's, it's the same thing with 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 racism. It's <laughs> oh hey hey, hey. You look like summertime. <laughs> I didn't feel good today. So we won't we won't say we, your name yeah. or anything then. We don't. But uh, you good. look <laughs> like slosh. Slosh is going to be. i that life. slosh. Slosh, Actually, Saying hi <laughs> Doctor
5: Slosh Carrera.
1: Dr. Schloss Guerrero. Hey, <laughs> do you know anything know. about Henry Wallace? Ah,
5: uh, fuck. How do I know that
1: name? Anything about Henry Wallace? He's, he's like, not George Wallace. He's relegated <laughs> probably to the annals of, uh, you know, like a uh, trivial pursuit. But he was the uh, 31st vice president of the United States uh, during mm-hmm. World War II under FDR. Number two. He was number two, and he was a socialist.
5: That's why I remember the name. He was actually a badass. He was a total badass. Republicans went so far out of their way to fuck him and stop him. He almost got the presidency, and really at zero hour. They took it away from him through propaganda. Yeah, yeah. Through through back channels yeah. and Ooh. just like he actually had won. Yeah, he the had day like sixty four
1: percent of the delegates, and then they were like, "No, we're not voting right now." And then the next day, they made it so that people couldn't get in unless yeah. they had the tickets yeah. for the they, next day.
5: They Pretty much inaugurated him like what they did at Trump's inauguration. They let
1: people. They well, so they wouldn't let him. The
5: fucking traitor.
1: They wouldn't let him <laughs> get the. Um, they wouldn't let him get the the vice presidency. For a second term, or for, actually for the fourth for his second term, but for the fourth term of FDR, and the thing is, FDR died a year later, and so it,
5: FDR wanted him as his successor as well. and
1: he should have pushed it, but he didn't because of the because of the economic corporate interests, and so the corporate interests weaselled their way in, and they got Truman, who was an idiot. He had he's, he's been from a, he was failed. He was a failure. Like
5: he was he was a punk. He was just he was a he, he was yeah. he was considered spineless. Yeah. Yeah, but like, then he dropped the bomb because then he was like,
1: "I don't want I'm anybody calling me spineless. I don't he did want the anybody calling me spineless." Same
5: thing George Bush Senior did. I'm not fucking spineless. Look, we don't apologize for America. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, let's go Shoot to Iraq. Once. Shame on um, you. Me twice uh, that was one of those shoes. situations like when they say Franz Ferdinand, the Franz Ferdinand oh, thing mm-hmm. changed the course of world history. Right. Well, that Spanish. did as well, but yeah. this situation also changed the, the course of United States history to a fucked up degree. Right. Because as I'm Matter of fact, it's, it's all because of FDR. FDR was one of the best presidents this country has ever fucking had. Absolutely. Bar fucking none. He yeah. set up New all of our social programs. He yeah. set up social security. He wanted the people of this fucking country to be able to relax a little bit. I he liked his wife. The the, oh. His
3: wife was the first she lesbian. Was she was the yeah. first. Yeah, yeah uh, she was great. First lady lesbian. Uh, yeah. 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 That ass. Eleanor. No,
5: she, she was amazing. Um, <laughs> They were both amazing. They. She. I mean, there hasn't been a first lady like her since Michelle. Oh, I love M- Michelle. M- M- Michelle. I love is, Michelle fucking amazing. I miss her death. Um, I miss her too. Uh, well, no, but sorry, if he
1: was... would have been... If he would have been the vice president, he would have taken over, we might not have dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. He might have found a way because they... Japan was going to capitulate anyways, but we... There was a decision made to show force, and so they got the spineless Truman to drop the bomb. But They didn't have to.
4: They didn't well, have
1: to murder okay. 189,000 Japanese people. They did not people. have
5: to do that. You're right, but... Believe it or not, Japan still wasn't standing down, and Japan's propaganda machine was so fucked up that the citizens of that country had no idea what the fuck was even really going on. Yeah. Um the, the, it, we could have gone without dropping the bomb, but we would have probably had to put well, fucking the we would have problem probably had the to put feet but on the ground, which is what we were more scared of doing. But at least hear this out. Yeah. They were initially gonna fucking bomb Nara. Okay. Like, I don't know if you know about Nara. Nara is the it's it's i think considered one of the oldest cities in or one of the oldest areas in japan uh but they were gonna bomb that initially and so nara has one of the largest statues of buddha it oh. is a sacred very very sacred fucking place and they yeah. were gonna bomb nara well, but I, the, the the white guys up top are like you know what uh, if we bomb nara this war will probably never end right sure. okay like it like it, it would be like like If we were to go against Israel, just dropping a nuke on Jerusalem. Sure, sure, sure. That's pretty much what it would be. And so they actually decided against that because they knew, anyways. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. I wanted to get into one more thing though, because I was kind of trailing off. Republicans have been against FDR and everything that he has done since he has done it. Sure. They have systematically been trying to shut down social security benefits, any kind of social benefits yep. that were in place by him since yeah. then. He spit in their fucking face when he did that because he was a he wasn't an outsider. He was an insider. He yep. was he was the son of another president, so he was supposed to be on their team. Right. And he pretty much spit in their face, flipped them off, and was like, "No, um, I'm going to give this shit to the people because they." fucking deserve it and, and plus he, you guys fucked up plus you guys <laughs> fucked <laughs> up yeah. big time also when fdr died um the train that his body was on uh went through multiple states pretty much the entire train tracks from where he started to where he finished there were people millions of people on the entire train tracks the entire fucking states workmen poor people women blacks Mexicans, Chinese, they all fucking stood there with their fucking hats off over their fucking heart to pay respect to him. When this piece of shit forty-five gets hung by his fucking neck, we're all Ooh. gonna piss on him. <laughs> I would love okay? R. Kelly. That the only people that are gonna fucking cry for him, I hope they fucking die with him.
3: Wow, oh. <laughs> strong words. Well, I mean, by this point, by this point, it's a cult. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not. not it's 45. not. It's not even. Yeah, yeah it's the not. There's no. Everything that he's done, it's in your face. It's not
5: Colt Forty Five. It's Colt Forty Five. people you know, that support him <laughs> are card-carrying assholes. Yeah. yeah like straight up card carrying assholes there's no excuse any anytime you even try to get into a, con- a, 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 a try to do anything with these people it's first off liptard yeah yeah right. that's it. Like, oh a, that's okay what so you if i'm not an asshole i don't even want to say republican because republicans are turning their fucking back on this piece of shit sure sure okay like yeah there's it's not uh rubio though he's a little piece of shit well hey yeah, yeah. you know what uh it, it paul counts. ryan grew one vertebrae in his <laughs> <spinous> <laughs> back one yeah one. he grew one vertebrae good for him for fucking at least saying something to this fucking Cheeto covered piece But he but
3: he didn't even say his fucking name. I haven't I haven't I mean yeah. the thing is it's just like I these Republicans, I don't they are drinking the Jim Ju- Jones Kool-Aid. <laughs> the, and beam juice. the thing is like the problem is he's a... I hate to say this but he is kind of a brilliant idiot for them because they're getting everything that they want he's Hence a racist why. yeah well he they well the republican party's always been racist
5: true. they just the, the it was is, a party the, the, of old white men yeah i mean, I mean the fa- that's <laughs> why and a couple old cunts
3: that i mean if you know anything about why the democrats and the dixiecrats in the 1964 election of lyndon johnson the dixiecrats became re- republicans and so because they're traditionally racist motherfuckers um um, and
5: so, oh, no, th- don't this- tell them that because they'll sit here and say all day that Southern Democrats were doing this. It's like, yeah. Did was the key here and completely flipped that shit around over the last five fucking decades.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, Dr. So Slosh. but I mean, the fact of the matter is, just like these people, it's not—it's not even about parties anymore. These people are in a fucking cult. Yeah, I mean, sure. seriously, like, dude, sure. what, what what President
5: Cheeto did is treason. He's a traitor. Yeah. I mean, definition—it's the- not, but it, it, the, the, the polls are. On. This this fire has now been started. Yeah, okay? and it's this been there the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's brush fire now. I think it's turning into something large. Well,
1: I mean, in his first, even in his first six weeks, he was using the the, the state, um, the state websites for Mar-a-Lago, like to make money. He was oh, using yeah. he was using federal channels to Fresh advertise season. for his own financial gain, and it's like that is impeachable that is an that's- impeachable offense that is that is you personally are profiting trump off foundation of- is
5: what made close to over 30 million dollars uh, since he's been in office in whatever dealings that kushner and don jr and don jr calls 45 daddy so yeah. you know an adult man calling his father daddy just letting you know oh, like weird. it's fucking creepy
3: and then you have Ivanka, who has that. Uh,
5: her father would bang if it wasn't exactly. her father,
1: right? Again. He said that well,
3: she's yes. probably actually that.
5: banged her before he she had pubic has. hair. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. He's probably has. We, well, I'm sorry, we're, ladies, I didn't mean to. No,
1: it's okay. okay. We just we don't want to. We but. try not to be slanderous, uh, but I do. Fuck I do that hate bitch! Our
3: I don't give a fuck. I just like th- th- listen. If they don't give a fuck, I don't. I'm I I'm it I'm the opposite re-speech. of what Michelle Obama is saying. I think it would be funny
1: if they came after us, and I'd be like, "Yeah, bring it on, guys. What you gonna you're gonna come after the ultimate to cast.
3: I, I want them to come out. Act- <laughs> Listen, I, I triple dog dare you. I'm, you know, the thing is these, the people that, you know, in his administration are so fucking dumb. Like they can't even cover up something correctly.
5: They are the, stupid dude, it it is like people that have college degrees. It's unreal. It's, They're it's, fucking it's, retards. It's, it's, it's
3: so, it's so <laughs> pathetic and funny but sad and scary at the same time because I don't know if you saw the statement he came out with where he was he said uh, you know I meant to say wouldn't instead of would, would would not. You know it's a double negative. I'm like wait wait what? I like, wouldn't i would not.
5: not I don't even give a shit I about that. What I give a shit about is he was behind closed doors with no fucking translators for two Two hours. hours. You That's, know what that? You know that, what that? There was some treason going up uh, in there. There's there's no fucking way that should have ever fucking happened. It period. Should, you know. Period. There there should have been somebody, a general, somebody that was like, no, Dick, I'm going in that fucking yeah, room with you. It was just like no fucking way. Those two and the two translators. That's it. <clears throat> oh oh and all the listening devices that Russia had in the fucking room oh yeah you know, oh, you know God there was damn you straight, know was he was like oh no there's no recording Gigi. in here no by the way, not record here."
3: I'm sorry I think Putin knows English
5: oh he 100% <laughs> speaks, speaks he English he, he 100% speaks he English he speaks English. English I'm so sorry he's an he, intelligent man he's I, like twice three times the intelligence I, of, of fucking Cheeto
1: but he has like, he doesn't okay, so have a spine either here's this he's, would it or wouldn't it be no he's got a would it or wouldn't it be Russia complex oh totally Trump totally. goes double negative uh, this is this is uh, 21 hours ago yeah it was really just a mix-up he insisted like confusing <laughs> affect and effect but for unprecedented global cyber aggression I thought I made myself very clear President Trump said alternately riffing and note reading on Tuesday from his chair in the White House cabinet room I came back and I said what is going on what's the big deal well Mr. Trump has just returned from Finland, where he cited against his own intelligence agency's conclusions about Russian interference in the 2016 election during a meeting with President Vladimir Putin of Russia. I have President Putin. He just said, it's not Russia. Mr. Trump said on Monday, I don't see any reason why it would be. And by that, Mr. Trump said on Tuesday, more than 24 hours later, he meant the exact opposite. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia, Mr. Trump said. Sort of a double negative.
5: Oh, great. If he's that stupid and he gets those words confused, he shouldn't be the fucking leader of the free world. Right. <laughs>
1: he looked up at cameras, then back down. So, he concluded, you can put that in. I think that definitely clarifies things pretty good by itself. Oh. <laughs> Pretty good by itself. And it did not. In an instant, Mr. Trump has joined the pantheon of dubious executive word parsing and malapropisms, a bipartisan enterprise with decades of entries, uh, if little precise precedent for Tuesday's excuse-making. President Bill Clinton once wondered, What what is the meaning of the word is, is... What the meaning of the word is is, as he's strained to weather the Monica Lewinsky affair, President George W. Bush once observed that the United States enemies never never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we.
3: You, <laughs> miss, you, them. you miss them. You miss them so much. And neither do
0: we.
1: I believe I believe the people and fish can peacefully comes <laughs> in. I love that one. I believe the people and fish can peacefully coexist. I loved <laughs> all rhyming. of his... I had a day-by-day day thing of stupid things he said, and I just rip one off, and I just laugh and laugh. For Mr. Trump typically loath to correct himself, a thorough revisionism seems to register as the only option on Tuesday. But as ever, clarity was elusive. At various points, he both suggested that what he had said beside Mr. Putin should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious. And again <laughs> raised doubts about what he truly believed. Could be other people also, he said, after appearing to embrace the intelligence agency's consensus that Russia interfered in the 2016 election. There's a lot of people out there. By the end, (laughs) many in Washington seemed skeptical that there had been much of a reversal, imagining how other moments in history might have been undermined by linguistic excess with negative words. Speak softly and don't not carry a big stick.
3: Oh, my God.
1: He's just being funny about it, right? Speak softly and don't not carry a big stick. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Ask not what your country cannot not do for you. <laughs> ask not what your country cannot not do for you. Ask not what you could do for your country. But but ask not. what Yeah, okay. Mr. Gorbachev, Matt Visor, a journalist in the Boston Globe, joked on Twitter, don't not tear down this wall. <laughs> Mr. Trump appeared confident in his powers of persuasion repeatedly arguing that he often thought he had been clear but as he pledged support for his intelligence officials the light in the cabinet room went down darkening his face before the cameras it must be the intelligence agencies he said folding his arms Oh yeah. that was strange he added but that's okay soon he returned to his notes with a message in the margin there was no No collusion." collusion was scribbled on the page seemingly missing an L
5: Uh, Uh, Let's uh, think about it this way. Their meeting was exactly the length of time that your two hour show is. Okay? We cover a lot of fucking topics. Yeah. You you cover a lot of topics here. Okay. I doubt they only talked. About that one thing yeah. in length, oh, there was... like, because he's an idiot and can't speak, <laughs> and so trying to and explain then he had him. to translate, which I Do don't even think understand. the translators or translators because you're right, Putin I, speaks I English. Putin they were speaking English. to each other. There's no fucking way. Like two leaders of the of the world, regardless. I mean. I, I, I don't Come on! He was like he like,
3: was a spy for Pete's sake. He was a fucking yes, KGB like, spy. Like, like, He's how, got it. I mean,
5: the only people and in like the world Melania, that only speak one language are Americans. And, and, okay? and everybody Melania else in the world speaks, speaks at least two languages. Two or three. His yeah. wife
1: speaks four languages, and I don't think that well, one of them a is a fucking Russian. But spy too. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, you know, she—I don't know if she's from Slovenia or Slovakia because she never talks. Uh, but <laughs> but they both border Hungary, and my or god, she's a good
5: woman, keeps her mouth shut. Well, exactly. My god,
1: she's it's a Slovenia and Slovakia both border hungry, and my God, she's starving.
5: Ah! Like, she never opens her mouth for what
1: food. She won't open her mouth this week. She won't open it for food. I doubt she sucks a dick. She is skinny oh, and pretty. No. No. She looks, but she looks great when she frowns, so I can just imagine how great she looks frowning with a dick in her mouth. I mean, I, uh, she's just frowning. Dude, I, she has to hang out with those religious
3: weirdos too like the Pinces and stuff Ooh, I don't think she hangs I out with anybody I, I think, think she I, just hangs I mean, out with her son honestly
5: when have you heard anything from aside from his apparently like defending President Trump I literally haven't heard a peep out of that fucking salty fucking 1984 Salem Winch Hunt piece of shit at all he, <laughs> he's like he's disappeared did, did he I mean, said he's, 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 he's going to an attorney called McGuire and Woods since the beginning wait,
1: who are we talking about now Pence The oh, attorneys
5: are at McGuire and Woods for the people that don't know they are, actually have a firm here in San Francisco and I think one in LA and so on. Wow. I delivered to them and it became a lot fucking harder to just deliver their own shit to them once he became their deal was like full on like security just to get into the building. Wow. Oh, sure. I mean they can't afford another <laughs> scandal. <laughs> you know, sure. Somebody going into the law firm and stealing documents on his testimonies. Ooh, you know, new age like, Watergate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for the right reasons.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, well it, here's the thing is that we don't we're just starting to allow the truth out about things that have happened in history. We're starting to learn that, you know, in 1965, they knew Vietnam was an unwinnable war. Our our government lied to us. We killed a bunch of American soldiers for no reason. And now it's coming out that, yeah, they made mistakes. And we understand that. But then all of a sudden we go, oh, but people get mad when you say that 9-11 9/11 was an inside job. People get if you put anything on the internet about it, people fucking go nuts. They fucking go nuts because they say, "Oh, we are, they still don't believe that our government could lie to us." I'm like, we have New York believes documents it. everybody.
5: in fucking New York believes we,
1: it. And I well, all those all those first-person narratives. Not,
5: uh, Long everybody Island. that heard the fucking explosions Everyone, right all I of mean, the like, firefighters uh, and all, all thought,
1: the emt like, people yeah. that were
5: everybody there
3: and talked about there, it By like, the way, yeah, like, how come God. we've never sanctioned saudi arabia anyway because they're the ones that were involved with uh 9-11 and why did the bushes that day fly out the saudis can, i wow. mean it just, yeah. it's just
5: but but can i actually tell you my <laughs> my quick conclusion to what i think happened at the twin towers it's yeah my absolutely own, my own conclusion sure the planes did hit there were think already they were pre-existing explosives in the building, I think, because of the old CIA mentality when the CIA used to be in there and FBI too. Potentially, if something went down, they would have to d- destroy the building to destroy evidence against an enemy or something. So I think when the planes hit and all that fuel went down, whatever, I think it just triggered an already fail-safe explosion system that was already in the building.
2: Yeah.
5: I like I, I, agree. I, said, no, I have nothing to back this up, but if I want both sides to not be wrong, that's sure. the only conclusion I can come to. Sure. Is that, that were, There was a secret failsafe in the fucking building to do that that got triggered accidentally when the planes hit it.
1: Wow, that is. Then that's a really interesting conspiracy theory. I I, I got a uh, alternate. And I, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I,
3: that's a good one. It's a good but one. But it still was an
1: inside job. I think that's just, well, because I'm But he's saying it. it was an inside job. He's oh, saying I know, that the I know. CIA oh, planted I know. bombs I agree. years but, in the past. But I, I don't think that
5: they intentionally intended for those explosions to happen. And I also do believe that they knew those planes were coming. And, and
1: here's, why, here's why I disagree with that. Because the building was sold recently to a guy. And he... Realized that he would have to retrofit half the buildings because of the asbestos. So half of the buildings were built with asbestos and then they realized asbestos wasn't safe and the second half of the buildings were built without asbestos. So when he bought the buildings, they said, wow, you're going to have to retrofit and this is how much it's going to cost. And right after that, he took out an insurance policy against terrorism on the Twin Towers. Three months before oh, they were true. demolished. I hadn't heard that one. Yes, the guy who How bought the buildings. Is that, I mean is that It's there. It's I, here it's on well, the stuff. Okay.
5: Yeah, okay. on the
3: internet. Well, even even well if if we we're going to find like actual proof of something that did happen that our, our federal government did have they had a um, Condoleezza the uh, I almost said rise. Kandalee's rise. Chappelle's show moment. <laughs> um Condoleezza Rice, uh, and uh she got news of there might have been a terror attack uh, I believe July or June of 2001 Yeah. That. Uh, and there is proof of and there is actual documentation this is not conspiracy theory because um, if anyone saw Fair 9-11 when it came out that's where you learn the information um, that there was a warning that there could be a terrorist attack um, months to follow. They didn't know exactly what month but basically they were trying to they needed to take precautions that they did not so I mean that's actually so the, fa-
5: the third plane that mysteriously went down did not mysteriously go down that plane was shot out of the fucking sky because they didn't know what it's actual destination or where it was going to go next I know of this because the day after all this shit happened I was talking to an old school punk rock dude from New York that is very very politically involved who has a very very close friend who was the daughter of a major ambassador or, uh, or whatever who called her to make sure she was okay mm. like baby this shit's going down You know whatever, and the word is, is they shot it out of the sky, just because they didn't know where it was going. I mean that was protocol. Like the first two hit, they were like, well, what the fuck, and it happened. But then they're like, yo, this one's off track. That thing has to go down. Here's another thing. But what about people in San Francisco? Building seven. Building seven. Aside from building seven, check this shit out. People in San Francisco actually know about this, but there was the phone call. Remember the phone call made on the plane? Like somebody's taking off the plane before it mysteriously went down. Right, right, right. Apparently and I've heard this from old-school San Franciscans that knew the gentleman that called because he was a very prolific man in San Francisco in the community a lot of people knew him He was the one that made the call when they kicked in the fucking cockpit door They called back a second time and said there's nobody flying this plane (gasps) And then the fucking plane got shot out of the fucking sky no
3: You know how this all ties up to everything what we're talking about the government lies to us. Well, basically, this is in our generation. Government. We're it's the government. The,
5: I, mean, I mean, I'm the government. I work. I, I process, serve. Like we got to stop using the term government. Okay, there are a very small percentage of politicians within our free government that are fucking everything up. Okay, uh, but, yeah. and it started with Hoover. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why everybody thinks the FBI and shit is so shady because of that. Time Jay Edgar over. Hoover
1: was well, the fifties, the fifties, and the and the scare and the scourge of communism and the flushing of socialism from our uh, from yeah, the assault of our nation's. But minds. they're the commies
5: now. Like like I said last time I was on the show. Do you hear anybody calling us commie anymore? No, it's just libtard. Right, they right, refuse right, to call right. us commies anymore because <laughs> that's gonna blow up in their fucking. Well, face. I'm a, i
1: am I mean, and I'm a super socialist. I'm I'm truly a Marxist, but I I really believe that. Uh, so you're not a libtard? Uh, but that's <laughs> but everyone else would call me a libtard. I, my, and my father, it's, it's, when I was a child, he called me a commie pinko liberal. He We'd go to parties and he'd introduce me and say, uh, or even at church, he'd say, oh, have you met my daughter, Pammy? She's our little commie pinko no, liberal. My
5: family was calling me the communist for a while. and I'm pretty sure they've stopped since they voted for Cheeto. <laughs> oh. I really don't talk to my family that much anymore. I stopped before this. I but. feel
3: sorry for you guys' families. I'm sorry that because we're the black sheep because we're like no 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 you guys turned out cool it, it's just like oh, I, thank you unfortunately it cool, sounds like something. not you, successful well it depends <laughs> but, oh, but, okay, having, but it depends
1: having, having free thought is successful it depends on your definition <laughs> of success true uh, I feel like my life is very successful because I take a care self? of myself I, yeah I can take care of myself I'm doing exactly what I want to do I mean
3: you're keeping it real I'm,
1: I, you know, I'm real. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I'm talking on the radio. I'm doing comedy at night. I'm uh, drinking an excessive. Do you know I I work at Bender's now.
5: Oh, good for you. I work. It Bay is a dream come job. true. What are you doing? I work at Counter Offer. I oh, On cool.
1: Sundays, I work. Love the food there. I love the food there. And I get to cook it Even now, I'm too. I'm not allowed there anymore. Well, <laughs> I get to cook it now, and I'm so excited. And it is a dream come true. I've always wanted to work at Bender's. And I'm just so, every day, I, I so thank Johnny so much, and I'm just over the moon. You're Jake, living
3: your true self. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people that... Don't the majority, a large number of people don't get to live their true self because they have to play the game. Well, and and, that's why and, they're
5: pent up and that's why they vote for people like Trump. Exactly. And they're and like, why did rest. I have to do this? And they don't because right. they worked harder, not smarter.
3: Exactly. And they're miserable as fuck. Oh, my uh oh. My microphone's going in and out.
5: And that's why there's like only a couple of black Republicans.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The sprinkle <laughs> and then the, yeah, some the, the brown ones. ones that have the
5: same bootstrap mentality.
3: Uh oh. Technical difficulties. I'm not touching it anymore. Yeah, it's, um, is it my hands? It, I, I,
5: it's for some reason I don't know what's going on, but it's it crapped
3: out on us. Okay, how about uh, now? Oh, okay. I now what I what can happened? hear myself. No, there you're right not, Yeah,
5: there, there are. They are. It's a, I don't. And those are the worst ones.
1: I call them bootstrappers. No,
3: you're still, those black still Republicans are the worst ones. We don't. We don't call them black. God damn it! Is it the?
1: It's. I don't know why it's going. Uh, in and out. Okay. There you now. Now, yeah, now you're I can on hear. three. Now you're on
5: three.
3: But yes, no, no. Do. But now it's now. But yes, we do need. No, to hear you killed you.
1: that one too. Now I don't know what's happening with the XLR cables, uh, but that was one? dead now too. Both of them are dead right now. Both are dead. Yeah, Touch. I don't know what's happening, but I'm killing shit. Touch. Yeah. You got oh no. Power. You can. It's just I don't know what's happening. It's it. it is it, it me? There. Now it's back in for a second. You just. It is you. It's because we keep moving the XLR cable away from the. Should it's just, I it's go right here? for you? It's yeah. still not connected. Not. I don't know what's happening. There it is. Now it's back in. Can you hear that? It's out again. It's out again. Okay. Uh, now. Okay. Now you're in. You're in. Oh, That's
3: I cool. heard it look crispity, crunchity. There you go. Is that it? Now you're in. Let's let's see if I put the cord down slowly. Put the cord down slow. There you go. Hold on I think to you're it. Okay. And stay like a statue. Yeah. Okay. Now you got it. I forgot what the fuck I was about to say. Yeah. It's all Oh. All oh yeah. Coons. I do. <laughs> 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 I do. I, black Republicans. Anyone anyone that is non-white straight male if you are a Repu- in the part of the republican party you should go fucking kill yourself <laughs> because you are a traitor too you hate yourself you hate your identity there's something mentally wrong with you and to and by the fact, and also too, if no, you it's money, it's money. It's but people with but, money, but it's keep also money. black bodies. But but, but it's people it's a, with there's money. There's a body count, and they and they're too blind. People with money want to keep money. Yeah, well, you know what? And them hey, coons. There's, there's but,
5: rich Democrats. And they keep not talking about them. They're a very successful capitalists. and that are not republicans
3: sure and yes. this is where i have an issue with democrats i why are we so weak why why we, why y'all soft we need the thing is we need to get these old fuckers out it's that's because it, it's the money it's the
5: money Feinstein
3: fuck her yes her i fucker. agree fuck her, yes she it's time for her to go it, it's been <laughs> 40 I mean, almost it's she's been like she's what 45 40. fucking
5: years old yeah wow, what she, insight does she have on anything fucking going on except for secret shit she knows about.
3: and making money she didn't her husband just get a contract because of My her
5: friend had to serve him papers apparently he's a total fucking asshole.
3: I mm. believe it. I believe it we need to get those we need to get fucking nancy pelosi's bitch ass out because i don't like what she said nor skeletor had a sister (laughs) that was good she's uh, probably a terrible
5: person i don't i
3: you know the thing is what she said about uh alexandra uh uh cortez you know who she is the social democrat that won in the bronx that beat yeah you should look her up you this is the kind of socialism that I'm talking about. Well, she won over a 10-year uh of the Bronx, who was supposed to be the next in-house uh, uh, House speaker, which is Nancy Pelosi's job. So now, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, that's her name, is now next in line to be house of speaker since she took his speaker... 28-year-old. Yeah, she's 28 years old. So she's a social Democrat. And... The way she, Nancy Pelosi's comments, this is why, basically, Nancy's like, don't get it twisted, guys. We're still the Democratic Party, though, you know, we're, they're basically not accepting her. You know because she's a social democrat she's not one of these corporate democrats or these old fuck faces like nancy pelosi and fucking chuck schumer
1: says uh, alexandra ocasio cortez a 28 year old socialist and bronx native has just secured an upset victory in the democratic party primary against 14-year 14 year incumbent representative joe crowley a 56 year old who out-fundraised her 10 to 1 while crowley drew donations heavily from pax and corporations, Ocasio-Cortez refused to take any corporate money and in the end raised about $300,000 from individuals with an average donation of $18. While Ocasio-Cortez ran her campaign on a Spanish language first site and personally campaigned door to door, Crowley has been perceived as out of touch from his constituents. He reportedly sends his children to a school in Northern Virginia. Crowley conceded almost immediately saying, I wish nothing but the best for Miss Ocasio-Cortez. I want her to be victorious in the November elections. Ocasio-Cortez started out in politics as an organizer for Bernie Sanders a year and a half ago. She was working at a restaurant and finally quit her job, blah, 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 blah. Anyways,
5: sounds rad and the type of person I would vote for. yeah. Yeah. You know, like, fuck the money. Nobody wants the money more. Who gives a fuck about your donors? You know, corporate... She's 28. Corporate should not be... And, an, 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 like, what LLCs and LLPs and mm-hmm. corporations having rights over... Lobbyists. Over rights, you know what I mean? It needs to stop. This, was, is, awesome.
1: this is interesting. She had an interview where she says... uh She says the most important things are since the start of Donald Trump's presidency, there has been a quiet but steady rise of women and people of color running for elected office all over the United States, Mm -hmm. often in places where we previously have not seen ourselves reflected in our representatives. Alexandria Ocasio Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 28-year-old third-generation Bronxite whose father is from the South Bronx and mother is from Puerto Rico, is a prime example of women stepping up to challenge the status quo. The longstanding incumbent, blah, 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 Running on a campaign of people versus money, Ocasio-Cortez has rejected money from corporate PACs and shared her progressive socialist platform with the help and financial support of volunteers. Tuesday is election day, blah, 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 so we know that she won... Uh, Here's what they they say. Jezebel, tell me a little about what's on your mind today as you wait for the results to come in. And this is from Alexandra Aqueza-Cortez. You know, it's one of those days where you savor every moment. A year and a half ago, I was working at a restaurant, and I started my campaign out of uh, paper grocery bag, and nobody thought that... This was going to be anywhere near remotely successful. Nobody thought we would get any attention. I was told that what we did didn't matter, but we charged on. It was a great waking up today and seeing how much things have changed and how much we've influenced the national discourse, and we've organized our community and built power and built organizing structures where there weren't any before uh, in a community that has been historically disenfranchised. It just feels like a massive success. I'm looking forward to seeing the polls come in tonight, looking forward to celebrating... All the hard work that our organizers have done. It feels great. Uh, Crowley has been unchallenged for over a decade. And there hasn't really been a candidate like you in the past in terms of age, sex, race, and having an open socialist progressive stance is what pushed you to run. In, at the end of 2016 I was in South Dakota in Standing Rock and I was witnessing the Lakota Sioux people really trying to protect and exert democratic power over their own community and the water supply in the whole Midwest. I saw a fossil fuel corporation that had literally militarized itself against American people and I saw that our incumbents in both parties were defending them and were silent and I just felt like we're at a point where we can't afford to be silent anymore and we can't afford to sit out of a political process that we may have grown very cynical over. And in order for us to change course and change the future, it's going to take people who haven't typically been seen or thought of as a typical candidate. And it's going to take strategies and resources that haven't been used before. It's going to take people that reject big money and lobbyist influence to help change this path forward. And so our district hasn't been challenged for 14 years. And I went back home and I saw not only that, but that my incumbent was appointed to his seat. And I saw that my incumbent that my incumbent, that represents my community that is so diverse and working class, is financed by lobbyists and pharmaceutical corporations and Wall Street banks and luxury real estate corporations. And I felt that we deserved better and needed change. Yeah, yeah. man. That, that,
5: yeah. Those, were her
3: fucking- those are her yeah. words. Yeah. 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 I know. I got, I, listen, when she won, I was happy. I got yeah. a. I. I yeah, I got a stiffy. I mean,
1: I think it. That's that's the sexy side of politics. Like, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Okay, so here's here's her priorities. They say, what are your priorities right now? Well, I hope that this I hope that this crisis is addressed before January of next year. But should we continue to have humanitarian crises on our borders? I think that's the first. And foremost priority. So long as we continue this strain of human rights abuses, we should be punishing we should be pushing to de- defund ice, if not the abolishment of it altogether. Secondly, we've also built a lot of momentum around addressing health care, depending on how many chambers we take. I hope we take both of them. I'd love to see a real concerted push for Medicare for all.
5: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they need to take Medicare away only so that the opinion would have it.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. I need brother, my... Friend,
5: but they're still living on the system. But what if... I want those people to get their shit taken away. I, I don't want the people that really truly deserve shit taken away from them. I mean, it's just
4: my sin.
1: Well, I, I just want people to have... To, to be able to have healthcare. I think that, you know, if you get... Cancer because you've been breathing this crazy air and we've been polluting our bodies in our cities, we should be taken care of. You shouldn't have to, like, it should be a, a human right, horrible pain. It's a I human right.
5: Yeah.
1: Fascism <laughs> is is alive and, and well. Here oh my god! At, at New radio today. No, it's it's bad. it's, it's. <laughs> off it's with just, his head. No, no, no. It's fine. I, <laughs> let the meat. cake. uh Antoinette <laughs> didn't actually say that, but I understand the sentiment. Behind what it. if you don't like cake and you just want to? Let I them like eat pie. pie. Yeah, I like that yeah, better. Yeah, let yeah, the meat. Fucking
3: pie. bitch. Give me a pie. No, it's way better. American. Let the meat pie. I like pie. Not apple either like apple pie. I I, fucking, I hate I hate when people say it's as American as apple pie. I fucking hate apple pie. <laughs> and maybe it's because maybe there's a side, an ugly side of America I just don't like. And this is it. It's
1: I, that uh, pie ugly, has been fucked. It's an ugly side of America.
3: Yeah, but you know what? Something bad us. will happen today, and we'll just keep going on with our lives. Like it, it's just like every day. It's it's crushing. And but you got to keep pushing and talk about it and get involved you know especially yeah. with the election coming up in november i just hope the democrats really stop being pussies i really do that's
5: well, I think once we clear up the 45 problem i think the dnc is next <laughs> they need to they, they oh god i mean these fucking crazy fucks aren't necessarily wrong no. And Democrats are definitely responsible for some oh, sh- oh, shit. Oh, are you work. kidding me? Absolutely. I don't, I don't disagree with the locker up thing, but it doesn't make me want to vote Republican. I still think those guys are fucking assholes. If you can't yeah. do something wrong and point at somebody else and say, look what they're doing, you know, because that's all they're doing. They're being
3: snitches. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, but especially what the DNC did to Bernie Sanders, you know, that, that, that right there is uh, yeah. was just like no you sabotaged him because you knew he 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 could have took he would have took the ticket
5: did. He wasn't very much corporate he didn't no
3: do. no he didn't want to be
5: I held hands in the civil rights fucking movement. I know
3: his ass got beat. <laughs> There's pictures. He's like this on the ground. I wish I would have saw me. Nobody
5: brought up the Jew thing
3: about him the whole time. No. I was, very, who very was, was? I was surprised, was but no, no Oh, about Bernie Sanders? Yeah, uh, yeah. I really We've never I, had I a Jewish s- president. Yeah. No, he would have been the first. That'd be great. And you know, the fact that matters. You know what's sad is some people who were Bernie Sanders, who are going to vote for him. Some of them voted for 45.
5: What? my fucking aunt did that she was all on board for bernie and then she straight up corporate hillary or
3: corrupt hillary yeah don't it's like don't do that we know she's bad but do you take bad or you take worse this is like this is it's a it's a it's a decision it's just like do i rather eat dog shit how how about this or do i rather eat cat shit because both are bad, but cat shit is healthier. Well, <laughs> wife, aside from
5: her voting for this guy, I fucking love my aunt. I really do. She uh-huh. is a very kind person. She's actually kind of an old walker. She just, I think, gets uh, confused. Like, oh, but uh, but people do. But I get to give her shit now. <laughs> she totally regrets. It. Yeah. yeah, but, she but she's one of her those voters, voters though. Her vote didn't count. Th- this is this we, is we we didn't
3: vote for her. But she's one of those people, like there are people that are, there are Trump support. No, they're not really supporters anymore, people that voted for him, She's that just a regret a it. She voted
5: Republican because Bernie didn't get what it said so he, she just went back to her default, which was just voting Republican. Here, here's who,
1: who, could, who does this remind you of right now? Uh, when this, this is a quote. It may be shocking to some people in this country to realize that, without meaning to do so, they hold views in common with Hitler when they preach discrimination against other religion, religious, racial, or economic groups. It's crazy, right? It Maybe shocking to some people in this country to realize that without meaning to do so, they hold views in common with Hitler when they preach discrimination against other religion, religious, racial or economic groups. It's by henry a wallace again yeah but it sounds like they're talking about trump right now i that, mean it's, that's textbook i mean it's when when people said oh we are comparing you know trump to hitler it's like well actually you're right on yeah, the money he was kind of on the money I and
5: have, I, know, I think it's this dude i knew he's i put up something on instagram about give, uh, give him the put the other one closer to you or something
1: yeah that's fine uh,
5: i put up an instagram that was just really funny it's like it was a funny little meme of like you know it says uh parents why are kids so depressed nowadays? You know what I mean? And then it was like, Kids, well, I don't know. You fucked up the economy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking Nazis are back. <laughs> the, the, the parents' response is, Oh, it's got to be those pesky iPhones, right? <laughs> so I posted it on Instagram, and now I have an older friend I haven't seen in a while. But he is kind of always an asshole. Anyway, he totally went ape shit on my fucking Instagram. Like, my grandfather had fucking numbers on his fucking arm. If you guys keep saying this Nazi shit just because someone doesn't fucking agree with you, um, my grandfather would kick your ass for even comparing anything about the Nazis and what he went through. And I was just like, I just wrote him back. I was like, you're welcome to not follow me.
1: Yeah and, right.
5: And I just yeah. I've been a lot about it. It's like, it just said Nazis so are bad. Oh no, a Nazi, right? yeah. he's another one. Oh God. Yeah.
1: You can be a fascist and not a Nazi.
5: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but but
3: that's the same thing. But it's going against everything that his grandfather was and, and was his a part of. Grandpa, Here. Who was
1: making up yeah
3: see those are the people see those are the coons
1: this is another coon
3: town (laughs) because those are the ones it's just like you really
1: hate yourself that much and you're you're willing to twist something that doesn't even make sense to twist but but we the fact that we have he's talking about american fat i'm just saying these are quotes about a person talking about american fascists and it's what's happening right now this is happening right now the obvious types of american fascists are dealt with on the air and in the press these demagogues and stooges are in are (laughs) fronts for others. Dangerous as these people may be, they are not so significant as thousands of other people who have never been mentioned. The American fascist would prefer not to use violence. His method is to poison the channels of public information. With With a fascist, The problem is never how to best present the truth to the public, but how to best use the news to deceive the public into giving the fascist and his group more money or more power. Jeff Sessions. Henry A. Walton. This is happening right now. This is happening right now, and it's... And
5: and that's what Nazis in the beginning were using. Propaganda. Propaganda. And
1: they would burn books. The American fascists are most easily recognized by their deliberate perversion of truth and fact. (laughs) Th- this is from the 40s. This is now. This We're is 70 now. 70 years here, ago. not that long ago, up,
5: it's not I, I know, but it's <laughs> the same. <laughs> uh-huh. the that's exactly, that's exactly what they would say. Hillary fucking lost. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's it's
3: fake, fake news, news. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. What
5: about news. this guy, huh? What about strokes? Yeah, his fucking <laughs> yeah he's, fucking, he's biased. You know?
3: Yeah, uh, George Soros, there. <laughs> you gotta throw some sprinkle some Soros up on that shit, you know, because
1: Soros is here, everything. Here we go. I, I don't mind being called a libtard if this is the definition of a libtard. A liberal knows that the only certainty in this life is change, but believes that the change can be directed toward a constructive end. Henry A. Wallace. Yeah! Call me a liberal then. If that's what that means, if a liberal knows the only certainty in this life is change but believes the change can be directed toward a constructive end, fuck yeah! I'm hoping the world can get better. Instead of Instead of I'm hoping my life can get better, I hope that my family, that my insular thing, until my, it happens my to me, snowflake whiteness, my family, my money, my, my my greed, 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 not that, but for everyone. But the problem is that we are have been trained how to be entitled fuckbags that just want and need so much. There's nothing worse than poor fascists.
3: Like, mm-hmm. like really like trailer park poor fascist like it's just like you ain't never had a car that worked 100% correctly and you want to vote this way yeah <laughs> oh, yeah, those are my personal favorite stories yeah the one there's a there's a large large yeah the trailer park I'm like it's just like y'all really think y'all gonna be flying in the sky with Trump one day really you think you're gonna be part of that
5: apprentice
1: oh yeah back of hats oh absolutely in an effort to eliminate the possibility of any rival growing up some monopolists would sacrifice democracy itself
5: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. There is a. happened in Helsinki just now, then? Yes, yes,
3: exactly. Yep. Yep. What happened in Helsinki? That's what we were talking talking about. about, Oh, okay. Oh, I think
5: the FBI is out of control. Yeah. Yeah. While he's standing next to one of the
3: world's worst adversaries. Putin. And also, too, uh, one of the reporters asked Putin, like, basically, if if he had anything on Trump and Putin didn't he didn't answer
4: yeah, yes. or yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe
3: it was it was but no, he didn't say, but he really didn't say yes or no that's a he didn't really say yes or no so i mean and then i was watching the interview after that with george wallace from fox news and putin and it was actually a really good interview and putin couldn't answer some of the questions because george wallace from fox news uh see uh-huh. he, he asked him why do you murder your uh, or why have you basically why have you been accused of murdering your uh or your opponents and he 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 couldn't answer the question. He's like, well, why why does the American police here uh, in the states kill their own people? Like he good kind good, of good, good I mean, way good, way to, good way comeback, to, yeah, great comeback. But he still didn't answer the question. Yeah, yeah, sure. So and he kind of like if you saw his body language, you kind of got a nerve because no one asked Putin these questions because you're not allowed to. You know, so why do you hate gay people so much?
1: Yeah, why do you that, let? Why do you allow like this systematic you know, beating and killing? List. Sure, right, yeah. right. Yeah. How gay? How gay is that shit? Yeah. How gay is that shit?
3: Like, really, yeah. seriously? Like, that's the gayest shit ever. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I'm like, come on. I just on, don't dude. understand why. Because he hates himself. He has a small dick, and he might be but, gay. I mean, <laughs> he's he's diddled with some dick that, before. That,
1: I mean, that we. All of People's have. sexuality should somehow be uh, denigrated, or that we're be- I, I, I all think it comes down to this idea of entitlement and people always thinking that they're better than other people. Like manual labor isn't as good as a person who thinks for a living, or like you got to think these- to put that shit together. Uh, yeah,
3: no, you, direction. But no critical thinking. Labor is important,
1: and and that we, you know, and that I was taught from a young age that labor is not important and that you should be smart because people who do labor are dumb people. And that's not fair. That's not true. Wait,
3: did your dad or did your parents, did they grow up wealthy? No, they were, I think that they were, well, they were baby boomers, so they were the middle class. They got yeah. to have the... They're the baby I people. agree now. I used so to think they were cool.
5: Right.
3: Okay, both straps. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I used
5: yeah, to like, it's like it's them. <laughs> jobs with high yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. yes. I have. Yeah.
1: Fucking fucking I, I have two, I have two master's degrees and I'm unemployable I have a degree <laughs> in liberal arts it doesn't get you far <laughs> yeah. well and I had this I had this conversation with my boss um, Jake uh, he's boss at counteroffer and we were hanging out one night or whatever and he was sort of I love that guy too he was lamenting that he said you know all I have is a, is a GED and I I said honey you're my boss and I have two master's degrees (laughs) and we just both start laughing and laughing and I'm like it doesn't matter the the education even that we receive in this country this is crazy just knowledge normal. used to be locked up. Knowledge used to be only the rich people can afford it. But now that everything's on the internet, you could actually get a syllabus from from, an, a, from a reputable, you know, college, and you could do the language You could do the knowledge on yourself. You could find can it I, at the library. You could read book. things. You could. Wait, well Can I? I can I? Can oh. I stop yeah, you yeah, though? Yeah, absolutely. On that. <laughs> baby boomers
3: could afford to go their parents they like if you had a middle class like they could afford to take give their you know go and get an education oh, that's from actually college false. That's actually, well, you
5: want it's
4: false? why is it false because
5: In their period all the education was fucking free actually after world war II, the republicans came in and actually started a thing called the G- master fucking plan and then there's was to educate everybody.
3: well that's so what we the gi, had to GI bill be was about
5: Right. people so we could be smarter than the Russians. we could be smarter than the right. Nazis. but this is what happened you see fucking berkeley happen in the fucking 60s yeah. well that that's the baby
3: that's the baby boomer life. generation
5: oh, shit we educated everybody, everybody free thinkers they figured out that everything's fucking full of shit yeah so they cut. Education.
3: Well, that's what and I'm saying. they, they the UC
5: systems, which then trickled they, down to giving it to public schools across the country. Right. they, they shut it down, and now the only people getting education are the white people on Orinda. Oh, right. of course. Orinda no, is really Absolutely.
1: Nice. Danville. Danville. Yes. Absolutely. No. 98. It this The school
5: district got completely defunded because of the Black Panther. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Oakland, too. I fucking went to. Right, like, oh, yeah. 2,600 kids in a fucking junior high school, only seven and eight fucking grades. That's insane. Half of the school was portable, half of 40 fucking students. Yeah. And reading textbooks in a fucking Old is old. 1968. Right.
3: Yeah. So, oh,
1: and, and 98, 98% of my graduating high school class went to higher education. 98%. And it was, there were 400 people. I'm just saying in rich white Danville where we had four black kids in my class. So there were four black kids in my class. One of them being Randy Wynn, who you might know from the Mariners or the Giants. Now he works for CNBC doing uh, baseball commentary on their sports center well I went to high school with him and I was a cheerleader and he was a basketball player it's kind of the reason yeah. why I married a black guy because I had a crush on Randy Wynn. <laughs> and I was coming down I was with my I'm with my Republican mother we're coming oh, off the 680 awesome. we're coming kidding. off the 680 down El Cerro. and I said to my mother uh, I kind of have a crush on w- Randy Wynn and she said don't you ever marry a black man and that seed when I was 16 was planted and my first husband was, a black was an African American a gentleman
3: <laughs> but he was a coconut though right he was, a, he was an or cookie by his He's, own thing. Yeah. but so
1: was so was Randy Wynn he was one of four black kids in our class he didn't of date black women so one percent one percent of our high school class was african-american out of 400 there were four of them and they were all very good at sports one of them was Randy Wynn and um, anyways they went to university. Everybody did. 98% yeah. of those 400 people. So that basically means that 2%, so 8 people okay, did so it. And one of them was Brian Blanco, who is a comedian who I know now. And it's so funny because there were only 8 people. And he was one of them. Wow. <laughs> you graduated 5%. in
3: 1990. 1992. 92? Yeah. I graduated. See, this is when school... See, See, you guys got a little taste of the Clinton... Yeah, the last, the la- actually, that was like totally the last error. Like, if you are poor or middle class, if you might be able to get something, yeah. you might, you might get, be able well, to well, get uh, you you, yeah, a, yeah, but you, you, you might learning. get something. Yeah. I graduate high school in 2000. I'm fucked <laughs> I don't get I had to, the reason why I went through so many schools because the Bush era and the fact of the matter interest rates for loans and the scholarships and the FAFSAs they weren't given as much money compared to
1: the last era of the Clinton era R- where and
3: they might give you a crumb tuition was
1: I didn't higher. get the god R- damn and that's the thing is the FAFSA you got either the same amount or less but then the tuition was so much higher Hi, Exactly. when I started at UC San Diego in 92 uh, our tuition was like $800 a Quarter oh and it was gosh. a three quarter system, so it was $1,800 a year. Oh right, exactly. <sighs> for a UC school. <sighs> now, when I graduated in '96, I was complaining that, oh, now it's $1,200 a semester <sighs> or a quarter. So it was. <laughs> But now, yeah, so now it's like 3600 4200 $4, a quarter, and it's a three-quarter system, So where it used to cost a, a little over $1,000, uh, or just under $2,000 for your whole year of tuition. Now it's suddenly $12,000, 14000 yeah. and that's before books, and that's before <laughs> living there.
5: Basketball yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> and
3: that is kind of the era of when I went to college. Yeah. And, so, I, and I was on work study, and I had a scholarship, uh... I only had. They only gave the well Native American scholarship. There you
1: go. Um, but they. Yeah, but it was five hundred dollars. Yes, that just I- paid for my
3: books. Right. Exactly. Shit. That's all. I didn't graduate until I was thirty. I started college when I was eighteen. Yeah. And it took me twelve years. And you know what? The good thing. I'm glad that it took me twelve years because I finally realized what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I wanted to pay for it myself. Sure. And not owe. Oh, anyone a goddamn thing absolutely i, I only feminism, owe like baby. yeah i only owe eight thousand dollars to columbia college in chicago you piece of shit school <laughs>
1: and are they coming after you uh, do they, they call, the call you
3: all They've the, been time?
5: Chicago, that's the one you chose.
3: yeah because it was a great art school no well this is, <laughs> but it was at the time it was reasonable it was doable financially and then all of a sudden it became this awesome art school that everyone wanted to go to by 2001 2002 where because you had great du- uh, directors coming out of there and writers and what have you they're like wow we gotta jack up and get our money in on this mm-hmm. shit and I would I had to leave because I couldn't afford that shit yeah that's what they do yeah but I started doing comedy so there Yay! second city was my school after that that's perfect so, so yeah I <laughs> gave up <laughs> yeah for a while. Yeah, I gave up did drugs for a moment and start so
5: wearing sweatpants
3: every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, silly. I don't own a pair of sweatpants. I don't own <laughs> <pair of> sweatpants. <laughs> oh, I yeah, hate Elstiefeld. He, he, oh, he, yeah. he takes he
1: he takes his pants off to poop. He says you have to take them all the way off. You got to completely you got to take your pants all the way off. <laughs> the a thing. Uh, uh, cool. Well, this has been a really fun altacast yeah, and we yeah. learned a lot about uh Henry Wallace and we Not George Wallace. Not George Wallace. <laughs> and we talked all the way the government is lying to you. So, please rise up and be a part of your own government and help make decisions in your own community. And uh hey, critical thinking. critical thinking. Read a book. Go out and read oh a book. Oh my god. Please that would be drink great. a smoothie, read a book, be healthy. Uh all right. Can
5: I have one? Yeah, absolutely. You're like Don't just Sure. I've met two people in my life that both work for the CIA and the only thing they can tell me is never trust your fucking husband yeah, never I believe it. it I believe
1: it but I believe I, cause it because I'm black <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> <trust the> CIA <laughs> They
3: made up crack. Yes. <laughs> they made it up. They did. They, they dropped crack into the black community, the government. That is not a conspiracy yeah, theory.
1: They're like, it's, it's because they heard that they're like, black don't crack. And they're like, oh, yeah. We, we're we get got them to something crack. for that we're ass. We're going to do it.
4: We're going to get it done. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, join
1: us next week on the Altcast every Wednesday from high noon to two. Bye, everybody. Bye.
4: Bye. 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 Bye.
5: on a raft without a pattern. brings you visual and auditory mind control for the best graphic design physical merchandise and live music promotion go to www.subliminalss.com
0: It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army skincare. Boy, they are just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why? No sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Joy, the Green Army.
3: of
4: unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane.